0: Hey, Bethel family! Thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, wherever you find yourself, this summer. Hello, Bethel family. My name is Amy Thornton, and I'm excited to share a little bit with you today about Ecclesiastes 5. It's been so helpful to be reading from the wisdom literature this summer. With the time of history we find ourselves in, we're definitely in need of Biblical wisdom and to not lean on our own understanding. Let's see what we can glean from today's reading that is applicable for us. In chapter 5, we read warnings to guard our hearts, our tongues against quick commitments, foolish investments, and we're also told what to engage in and seek after to find joy in life. At first glance, these verses and warnings could come across as a little brash and a bit harsh. As we dive deeper and look for applications in our own lives, these verses are actually very loving and for our good. So before we get started, would you pause with me and put on a special pair of reading glasses today? Would you read and listen to these voices through the lens of love? The love we receive from the Father, love we return back to Him, and love we show to others. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead, put on those lenses of love, and specifically through the lenses of the two great commandments that Jesus has given us, to love God with all we are and all we have, and to love others as ourself. Processing and viewing passages of Scripture through these two verses can help us as disciples practically live out what it means to love God and love others. Understanding that loving the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength means I'm loving him with everything. It's helpful for me to first begin to ask an honest question, a personal heart check, if you will. Do I really believe that God is love and that he loves me, that he's good, that his ways are good, that his word is good, and that he loves me unconditionally and wants the best for me? As I can confidently and emphatically say yes to every one of those questions, it becomes easier to experience His love and live out of that love. So, back to my original request. Would you join me as we navigate through some of the verses of Ecclesiastes 5 through the lens of love and these two great commandments? Here we go. In chapter five, right off the bat, the author admonishes us to approach God with care Don't make rash promises, let your words be few. In other words, let your yes be yes and your no be no. When we view this through our new lenses, we can see how loving and honoring it is to actually fulfill the commitments and promises we make to the Lord and also to others. In fact, some could say it may be unloving not to do so. The author then goes on to say it's better to say nothing at all than to make empty promises. Many of us have said yes to commitments too quickly and agree to do the things we shouldn't. Many times it's out of fear of what others might think of us, or we don't want to disappointment. Or maybe it's false pride and just people-pleasing. Don't make promises you can't keep, verse 7 reads. Talk is cheap. Fear God instead. Let's keep on those lenses with this one. Understanding the word fear here is also described as honoring, respect, and reverence. We can find protection and love in this warning as well. Here's how. If I consult God's word and his spirit first out of fear and reverence for him and less out of fear of man, I save myself much heartache, anxiety, and burden. I love and honor the Lord by seeking him first and what he says to do. I love and honor others by committing to things I can only actually complete, and I'm not leaving them in a tough spot or leave them hanging if I can't complete it. Quick, rash commitments can entangle us in affairs that take time and resources, that can take away from our love from God and for people. As finite individuals, we are limited mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually in our abilities and our availability. We only have so much capacity within us. Our Creator knows that about us. Isn't it loving of Him to warn us about these rash decisions and commitments? It frees us up to do what He's actually calling us, to love Him and love others. Beginning with verse 8, we are then warned against the love of money. Pastor Jason shared with us a few Sundays ago on this very topic. If you didn't get a chance to hear, I encourage you to go back and listen. It was excellent. We know for many reasons that the love of money can easily interfere with our love for God. Jesus warned us we cannot serve both God and money. Let's look at this through the first and greatest commandment. If I substitute money for the Lord. If I love money with all my heart, I'll do anything to attain it. If I love money with all my soul— I will forfeit it to barter with the world system. If I love money with my mind, I'm thinking and fretting about it all the time in ways to make it or keep it. I then have zero time to meditate upon the Lord and his promises. If I love money with all my strength, I will allocate all my energy and power to acquire more money and consequently, probably less likely to share it with others. It's obvious, if I have the love of money in all the ways God intended me to love Him, there isn't going to be anything left for Him or others, any love or money for that matter. By warning us against the love of money, it guides us in a more availability to love Him and His people generously. In verse 18, the author shifts from warnings to include us to the one thing that is good that we should pursue which is to drink and be merry and enjoy work and be content with our lot in life in other words work hard take time to rest and celebrate and most importantly be content with the current situation the lord has you in remember our original heart check questions do i really believe he is good that his ways are good and that he is loving and that he wants the best for me It is true of all of these things, and He is true. He is love, and He is good. When we believe this, it makes it so much easier to be satisfied and content in the place that He has us in our life. A life lived with this type of trust through contentment is a life lived of joy, free of burdensome worries and concerns, a life free to live, and a life free to love. We have a choice to seek after the things the Lord has deemed as healthy and good and to stay clear from the things that bring strife, anxiousness, and burdens. This, my friend, is loving. This is the love of our Father. May we seek His ways and His wisdom, which is described in James 3.17 as the wisdom from above is first pure, peace loving, gentle, and willing to yield to others. May we heed the warnings from Ecclesiastes 5 and may we heed the warnings from our Heavenly Father who first loved us and has freed us to know Him and to love others. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank You for giving us Your Word and for loving us. May we seek to view all we do and say through Your lens of love. In Your most loving and precious name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.